y'all. Hey. Happy Monday. Hope you're having a blessed Monday. Because I know um, it's the beginning of a work weekend. Honey, <laughs> it has started out rough, but we are here. So welcome to Talk That Talk edition with Diva Speaks Relationships. My name is Angela Potariel. I am the diva of the whole brand, the network, ministry, the television show, the podcast. I she. <laughs> I am she. And um, I have, I got a brand new letter today. And I chose this one because it's got several components working within the post, within the letter, that some are very triggering and there's a lesson to be learned. So I definitely wanted to jump on here and kind of kill two birds with one stone. So this is one stone. The other stone is, you know, elsewhere, but this is going to do it. So again, welcome to the Talk That Talk edition of Diva Speaks Relationships. My name is Angela Potarell. If you haven't had a chance to, um, where's my mind? It's Monday. If you haven't had a chance to add the Diva Speaks Relationships Roku channel to your Roku television, do me a favor, go ahead and add it. I got my own Roku channel, as well as the Diva Speaks Relationships talk show airs on Spectrum 21's Roku channel every second and fourth Friday of the month, as well as AT&T Uverse channel 99 and cable, I mean, Spectrum Cable channel 21 um, at 11 p.m. Again, every second and fourth Friday of the month, this coming Friday, this week, I have a brand new show airing. And um, I hope that you guys will be there. And se starting September the 1st, um, Diva Speaks Relationships Ministry will now air on the Now Television Network, their Roku channel, the live television broadcast at Thursdays at 5, uh, 5 a.m. And then six additional satellite, I'm sorry, seven additional satellite channels. So that's a lot of information for me to keep in my head without looking down. So don't charge it to my heart, charge it to my head. Girls getting old. But anyway, check out the ministry, guys. I still talk about relationship issues, challenges, things that you've went through, maybe going through, hope to never experience again. I pat myself on the back and toot, toot, beep, beep, my own horn is being the voice of reason. Um, I'm on TikTok just like you. I will say I'm nothing like probably what you're used to with the finger pointing and the blaming, the man bashing, the, the male bashing, the female bashing. That's not what I do. I know it's entertainment for a lot of you, but that's not really my, that's not my speed. I stay in my lane. I mind my business. I don't do it. So if that is what appeals to you, I'm not that girl. I will bore you to death because I, I like to talk about the real sugar, honey, iced tea, honey. Um, with that being said, can we get into it? Because I got this letter. Got my phone right here, honey. So um, this one, guys, let me tell you, it's full of the drama that you may like. And let's talk about it. Okay, so the, a lady wrote this letter. Let's be clear. A lady wrote this letter. And honey, let's pray for her, okay? So I'm going to keep her handle private. But the lady that wrote in captioned it and said, he cheated with the one that got away. Mm. <laughs> 
Honey, if I don't say anything else, there is somebody out there who will come across this message and know exactly what this woman is going through. And might I just go ahead and tell you that by 10 or 15 years ago, I went through this, but not what she about to say. Just this part right here. <laughs> I want to be very clear. Just the caption. So again, listen to this. Buckle up because she got a story. He cheated with the one that got away. Turned out, the one that got away had chlamydia. Mm. <laughs> Love it. Yes, the one that got away had chlamydia. Now, I'm not going to judge you if you have an STD. I don't know your circumstances or how you got it, and that's none of my business. I like her, okay? Um, that's none of my business. What I will judge you for is not getting tested after every new partner. Now, this sounds like a, a lady with some, some reasonable marbles, right? I think so. You know, it's not like a loose screw in her head so far. Um, what I will judge you for is not getting tested after every new partner because that's just bad sexual health. I can co-sign on it. That is bad sexual health. Basically, he asked me for a break. Mm. In short, it wasn't because he was looking elsewhere, then cheated not even a week into it, then called me to tell me just before the break ended. I was under the impression it was because he needed time and space to get his mental health in check and really dig deep and contemplate the root of his personal issues. Boy, was I wrong. I felt sick when he told me. I felt sick that I was excited to hear his voice just five minutes earlier. I felt sick that I laughed because I thought he was joking. I felt sick that I could trust someone so much to the point that I really never believed for even a second that he would do that to me. That he would tell me if he wanted to be with someone else. Sick that not only did he lie to me, but he really convinced me that he wasn't wanting to sleep with someone else. And I really wouldn't have been mad if he was upfront about his feelings. I had my experiences and he was unhappy with his lack of experiences. Mm. I if he wanted more, I genuinely would not have been upset if only he had just told me the truth. Ooh, child, she said a mouthful right there. Instead, he took her out on dates stayed with her for three days, I mean, stayed with her for a few days, been more intimate with her in three days than he had been with me in two weeks and genuinely was hoping to be able to see her more. I think the only reason he told me was because he was scared of what she might say to me or do to him. I think he wanted both of us at the same time, but she was hoping he'd choose her. He didn't. I tried to make it work because I loved him, but the more time I spent talking to him and being around him, the more I started to hate him. Woo! Hearing his voice, seeing his face, seeing that smile, it just made me sick and angry. When I was going through his phone and saw the pictures of them, it was like waterfalls were coming out of my tear ducts. I covered my mouth and it may have looked like I was trying to stifle my scream, but I was so disgusted by what I saw that I threw up and had to cover my mouth. All of this 
isn't even the end of the story, but I just had to get it out. I really can talk to no one else about this. You know what? That is a lot to unpack. Being deceived by someone that you love and that you trust. Here we have a woman that was in a relationship with a guy that just one sentence in this entire letter lets you know he had some issues and she was very much aware of those issues, right? Because she said when he wanted to take a break that she agreed to it because she felt like he needed to dig deep into the root cause of his mental issues. Here we have a woman, I'm going to describe her as being selfless. You know, she wasn't putting herself first. She didn't question it. She didn't try to prevent the break. Instead, she agreed to it because her man that she loved and she trusted said this is what he needed. But unbeknownst to her, according to this letter, that joker was lying. What he did was he was entertaining the ex outside of that current relationship. I've always said this in at least a couple of my shows this year. For every deception, for every box of lies that you uncover when it comes to infidelity, trust me, there's a few more, about five to ten more that you haven't uncovered or discovered yet. So she just found out that he wanted a break because he wanted to spin the block back to his ex. Which leads me to believe you've been in the relationship with this woman this whole time and you've been contemplating and regretting that the relationship you was in before did not work out. You see, it starts in the mind first, right? You have to entertain these thoughts and eventually you act on them. That's why we have to safeguard our thoughts. We have to really be intentional with positive thoughts and thoughts that align with our purpose and where we want to go, not only in our life, but in our relationship. If you don't want to step outside of the relationship, then don't be contemplating being with someone else. Don't be like, you know, lusting after somebody else's body or their sex, because eventually if time and opportunity presents itself, you may just act on it. You know what I'm saying? It happens. It happens and we cannot deny that it doesn't. But this woman found out that the reason that he wanted the break was because he wanted to be with the ex. And the most troubling part to her was she said that he had more sex with the ex in three days than he had done with her in two weeks. Now that lets you know that that lady knows her stuff. She knows her man, she knows his body, she knows his appetite, she knows, you know, their sexual, their frequency, and it was off. And usually when something is off, something's not right. Whether you can point to what it is in that moment, woman's intuition will tell you something's not right, especially when the sex habit starts to change. Mm. So he told her he wanted a break. So this is me stepping outside of the contents of the letter. I'm stepping outside of the contents of the letter and what she said, but she said that he wanted a break, right? I think that he was entertaining the ex the whole time. She just didn't know it. She was just so trusting and so loving that she just allowed him the freedom just to be who he was. She saw what was in front of her, but she didn't identify what it was. You know, I'm going to talk about that as it relates to my own uh, set of experiences. 
you knew that something was wrong because he was acting different because when he came to you and he said, I need a break, I need to take a break from the relationship, you agreed to it because something wasn't right, something was off in the relationship. And that happens. Once upon a time, many, many moons ago, I was in a relationship. This was way before social media. And I ain't telling you my age, but a sister ain't no spring chicken. I was in a relationship. In that season of my life, I have no shame in telling you guys, this man was the love of my life. In this season of my life, I love this man with a love that I had never experienced before. I had never been in love with nobody that deep ever before, okay? <laughs> I had never trusted anyone like that before. This was, to me, in that season of my life, the love of a lifetime, honey, when I tell you. Have you ever been so deep in love with a man that you, you were not inhibited like anything he would ask you, ask of you, that you were willing to do because he didn't pose a threat. He doesn't present a threat. He's not ill will. There's no, you know what I'm saying? There's nothing jacked up about him. He's not going to ask you to do anything that's, you know, illegal or immoral. So just within those limits. I, I literally had no reason not to ever trust him. It was one point after the betrayal that this man told me that, he says, Gayla, I never meant to hurt you, baby. But I do have to tell you, you had me on a pedestal and I can't live my life on a pedestal. That cut deep. That cut deep, but I had to understand and hear what he was saying. I had one idea of how this man was experiencing me, but how he was actually experiencing me was different from what I thought. He thought that he could not make any mistakes with me, which led him to not confiding in me and letting me know that he was entertaining thoughts of his ex, that he was regretting not working his relationship out with his ex. You know, and I've been that woman in this letter, minus the ATD, STD. I've been the woman in the letter in love with a man who's in love with his ex. And given time and opportunity, when it presents itself, if it ever presents itself, they act on it because they're living in regret. Because they know that there are some things they could have done and they should have done that now outside of that relationship, they can see that if they were to do those things, they possibly could have made it work. Me ignoring the signs. The signs were he wouldn't shut up about his ex. That's one, that's one indication that the person that you're with is just not over their ex. Wouldn't shut up about her. Constantly, every day, we talk about the ex. But me being so naive, so naive at the time, and just so in love, I was entertaining those conversations. I was entertaining those conversations. I was calling myself being a good girlfriend. I'm the woman that you can come to and confide in. But you know what? He wasn't telling me everything. You know, in my head, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do is being my man's sounding board for what is bothering him. And you know, another thing that I was looking at that I didn't realize at the time, I was so naive uh, and immature about these things. I thought that the anger in which he spoke about that previous relationship, 
the anger, how upset he was that he was really over her. That ain't no way, you know, not that I was threatened or even, I didn't think that, but I didn't think that. You know, he was always so angry and upset, no matter what she did or what she didn't do, and this and that. He was just so angry and over the top, upset. It, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I know that I got some wisdom under my belt, that I got some age behind me and some traction, that anytime there's a person that is still that upset with their ex, there's still some unresolved issue between that person and that ex. They are not over that person by far. They may not be at the point that they want to get back together with them, but those emotions are still there. And most of the time, this is not an absolute. This is simply a point of reference. Most of the time, if they, if they have, harbor those type of feelings, and they're already in something else, you're the rebound. You're the rebound. It is what it is. It's not a pretty picture. But I learned, you know, that you have to be able to identify when a person is over their ex and when they're not. And definitely, uh, with, if they make that person a priority, if they are crossing boundaries, if constant conversations or are always about the ex or you know they can't talk about the ex without getting upset they're so emotional or they're angry red flags pump the brakes they are not over and god forbid if you find yourself in a situation with a partner who is exhibiting exhibiting those signs and you're the spouse then what do you do well, I'll tell you what to do. You got to come over to Diva Speaks Relationship Ministry and we'll talk about that. But again, if you're just now joining, I got a letter from a woman whose ex, okay, he cheated on her with the one in his head that got away. The ex that he cheated, okay, that he cheated with ended up giving him chlamydia. That's called reaping what you sow, okay? Reaping what you sow. You want it so bad to get back with that ex. You wanted and you was willing to jeopardize the relationship that you're currently in to tiptoe back and dip your toes in the pond of that ex and you got exactly what was waiting on you. You know, sometimes, and I, I keep seeing this particular saying that sometimes we have to let people go and be with the people they think so highly of and or we have to let people go and be disappointed by the people they think so highly of. And if this letter, this post wasn't the quintessential of that particular post. I mean, he got exactly what he wanted, but it wasn't what he expected. You see, he went out there and he got back something a little bit extra. He got back chlamydia. So you got with a person who was tainted. You should have left that person in your past. And I don't know who this is for, but you better think twice before you mess up what you got looking back at what you had. Sometimes it's not meant for you to understand why, okay, why things are the way they are. But if you got somebody good in front of you, you better treat them right. Now, circling back to my own situation, if you find yourself in a situation and you say, Gayla, 
we do kind of talk about such and such, you know, of her ex a lot or his ex a lot. And I know more about this person than I want to know because they're always talking about this person. I know where he eats. I know where she eats. I know where she drives. I know where she lives. I know where she works. I know what she does for a living. I know her favorite restaurants. I know her. If you know all of that, can I tell you something? I ain't trying to be too spiritual on you, but I, I can only be who I am. I want you to remember this. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I'm going to say it again. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if your bae, your boo, your lover, your spouse, your significant other, the person that you are in love with, the person that you are sharing your bed with, sharing your body with, your finances, your dreams, your lifestyle, if that person constantly keeps talking about this one specific ex, I want you to pay attention. Don't be like Gayla was back in 2000-ish <laughs> or something. I don't want to give it away. Um, don't be like me back then. I was naive, and I don't have any shame in letting you know I was naive. I'm not no relationship guru. I'm just a girl that grew into a woman that has learned along the way like the rest of us. I just happen to be the voice of reason with a moral compass, some common sense, and I like to talk to people like I would like to be talked to and the way I was raised to, decency. But honey, We have to know when to let people go. And that, also, that doesn't always have to be a death sentence. Can I tell you that? Can I encourage you today? Can I encourage you? It doesn't have to be a death sentence. I'm not one to tell you to jump ship. Now, if somebody give you an STD, that's a different topic. I, I don't even want to address that because that's some more type stuff. And I don't want to offend anybody by speaking on something in which may trigger you. And, you know, I want to leave a bad taste in your mouth. There are going to be things in life and in our relationships that are not ideal that we deal with. And in this culture that we live in, in this relationship climate, everybody's telling you to walk away. There are some circumstances that will warrant that you need to walk away. I think personally, this situation will qualify as one of them. But there are going to be times, guys, where we're going to encounter some things we just don't know how to deal with them. That's just life. I will tell you this. From what I have witnessed with my own set of eyes, from what I know, from the people in my own immediate family, my circle of friends, and just by watching social media. Honey, sir, ma'am, if you got more good than the bad that you may be experiencing, can I encourage you to try to see what you can do to work it out? Don't subscribe to this current toxic cancel culture. As they say, ain't nothing out there in those streets. And from what I hear, the dating pool is, is like infested with pee. And if you don't like pee, you don't want to be out there. Work on self. Can I challenge you to work on self? If you can be honest with yourself, whether you have to sit by yourself with a bottle of wine or your, your favorite cocktail, and sit by yourself for a moment and just you, talk to yourself. And get honest about the things that you've done. 
things that you could do better, things that, you know what, I have an opportunity to change it now. I can turn this thing around if I do these things right now. Even if you're not at the stage where you're ready to confess that to your partner, can I encourage you to do that? Can I encourage you to get it right in this relationship? before you jump ship and go somewhere else and still have the same set of issues that you are currently dealing with in present relationship. Let's try to fix it. I, I just say that. My platforms from Diva Speaks Relationship Ministry to Diva Speaks Relationship Podcast and the talk show, those are three different things, by the way. I'm all about restoration. I'm all about trying to work it out. Yeah, 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 I know my worth. I know my worth like the next woman, but I don't wear it on my forehead like I got to announce it like I'm three years old. I need to remind myself of it. I do understand that there are some things that I will absolutely not tolerate. But when I understand that, I understand also that I'm dealing with another individual. And that sometimes if we progress to the point where things are not so good between us, if we progress to the point that we've disconnected and we are not as one as we need to be, then it may take a little bit of time for us to get back in place or to a better place. Understanding that just because I've made the decision to change my ways, that it doesn't mean that they're in sync and they're going to change immediately like I am. I need you to also remember that any changes that you may pray for, for my faith community, God will always start with you first. He will always start with you first. If you find yourself in a situation where you're crying out to God and you're like, you know what? I don't even know how we got here, God. I thought we were better than this. Or this is something I ain't never dealt with before. Lord, help me to understand why is this going on? I've tried this, this, and that, and that, and, and I don't get it. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm tired of thinking about it. I'm tired of praying about it. I'm, I'm tired of talking about it. Lord, what do I do? Lord, help me. I have found, because I have prayed those prayers. I will tell you that. I have. I have. Hell, this is my second marriage. <laughs> I have prayed that prayer. And let me tell you, the one thing that I, I can assure you of is the changes that usually come about, the changes for the better, they'll always start with you. If you're the one that's going to God in prayer, because maybe that, that person that you love so much, maybe they're not, they're not there yet. Not yet. But sometimes God calls you to lead by example. You want to see change in your relationship? Look at the person in the mirror. Look at the person in the mirror. And, and once you change, then you've changed the order of things. If the two of you are used to disagreeing in a certain manner, and they know what to expect of you. If they know if they say this, you're going to come back out of your corner swinging and barking and standing your ground ten toes down. Maybe after some prayerful meditation, the next time an argument ensues, you know what you do? All right. You know what? I don't think this is a good time to talk about it. I, I'm, I'm really not in a peaceful place to be able to have this conversation with you? Can you give me some time to think about it? Can we talk about it later? Because I feel like if I, if I talk about this now with you, it's gonna end up like it always has. And sometimes you gotta hit below the belt. I love you so much more than what I'm willing to express to you right now. So I'm gonna just go over here. I'm gonna go upstairs or go downstairs and 
I'm gonna take a time out and we'll talk about it later. Works, works. But before I go, I would like to say, because I, I know that said X uh, follows my shows, let me just tell you that even after betrayal, I have to say this, because I know this person will watch and I don't want no hateful inbox messages from you, sir. Um, there are good people who mess up. This person was one of them. Uh, many, many years, way after the betrayal, we remain really, really good friends. Really, really good friends. I mean, even in the aftermath, after all of those years under our belt, we've talked to each other about, you know, whatever relationship we were in at the time, my daughters still adore this particular person. This person was a staple in my life for a very, very long time, up until the point, not up until, but, you know, even after I left and moved away from Dallas, Texas, I'm a Texan, uh, remain in contact. And the one thing that has stuck with me that helped this person redeem themselves is they would constantly, constantly say to me, I never meant to hurt you, baby. I never meant to hurt you. That was never part of the plan. That goes a long way in healing. It goes a long way. So wrapping this up, because you guys know if you follow me on my platforms, I will talk you to death. And that is me in real life. So what brought about this is a lady wrote in and said that her man cheated with the one that got away. He went out looking, guys, and he got more than what he bargained for. And I don't think there's a person that's tuning into this broadcast that feels sorry, sorry for him. My heart goes out to any woman who's been betrayed and heartbroken by someone who they really, really loved. It's a painful thing to be madly in love with a man. Oh, Lord, when I think about my betrayal, honey, madly in love with a man, um, sexually attracted to the man. Oh, I mean, the sex is astounding. And, and you got a man, man, you know, and then they betray you. I feel like that's what she was saying. I may be being extra. <laughs> but this man said he needed a break from his woman. So he took a break, lied to his current girlfriend, y'all, and went out and cheated with his ex. His ex had something big waiting on him. Oh, she had a big package waiting on him. She gave him chlamydia. And so he ended up confessing to his girlfriend that he ran back to what had happened and this woman is totally in distress uh, i can only imagine the hurt she's going through right now and she did say in the letter that the ex was hoping that the boyfriend would choose her but he didn't you see you see how when you play dirty you don't win not saying it's her responsibility to gatekeep, you know, their relationship, but you knew he was in a relationship and you wasn't going to be satisfied until you got him. You got him and you couldn't keep him. You got him and you gave him something. You got him, you couldn't keep him, you gave him something and he ran right on back home. Uh, well, turns out that way, works that way sometime. But guys, I hope that you, um, thank you for sitting with me on this Talk That Talk edition of Diva Speaks Relationships. My name is Angela Potarial. If you follow me, you know I have a talk show. You know my a brand new episode. This will air, this letter, um, will air this Friday night on Spectrum, AT&T, U-verse, um, two different Roku channels, including my own, Access 21. 
Um, and don't forget, guys, on my way out, um, starting September the 1st, you'll be able to find my ministry on satellite TV. I have seven, seven, can I say seven? That's the number of completion. Seven different satellite channels. The ministry will be airing on Thursdays at 5 a.m. Um, the Now Television Network, um, September the 1st, yeah, and their Roku channel. So God has been good. I still talk about relationship issues, but I really get into the word. I really, you know, encourage you. I really try to talk people through challenges. I really let you know that there is hope. I let you know that through God and Christ Jesus, all things are possible to him that believe in him. I let you know that you cannot, you cannot have the appearance of a vacancy. You can, that's my first uh, ministry uh, show, my sermon. I don't like saying sermon because I'm not a pastor. Lord Jesus, no. But my first show, if you're interested, you cannot have the appearance of a vacancy and end up with a squatter and act like you don't know how they got there. Are you safeguarding your relationship? Meaning, are you acting single? Are they acting single? Does it look vacant? Does it look like it can be occupied by someone else? Hmm. What do you do with a squatter? Mm. How do you get rid of a squatter? Mm. Sometimes that squatter is not someone on the outside, but have you unintentionally invited the enemy into your home by not locking your doors? Has the enemy, is the enemy the squatter in your relationship? I want you to sit with that. Because I'm going to talk that thing for the first sermon. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how to protect your relationship in this dirty, backstabbing, canceling, can't trust most people climate. We're going to talk about it. So, um, there's nothing else left for me to say. I don't want to bore you with reading the letter again. Um... Thank you for sitting with me. Thank you for your time and attention. I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your Monday and your week. Okay? Toodles.